Faith is unseen but felt. Faith is strength when we feel we have none. Faith is hope when all seems lost. A quote by Catherine Pulsifer. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Welcome to this episode of HEAL. Today we have on a guest, Maria Seville. She is a mom of three who has become a health fanatic after a major medical scare on her 40th birthday. Hi, Maria. Hi, Liz. How are you? Hi, Brittany. Hi. Thank you for joining us on this episode of HEAL. Um, I follow you on Instagram, and this is how I found her, everybody. Um, I love your, your, I don't know if they're called reels because I'm an old lady. I don't know if it's just a video or whatever. Stories. <laughs> what is it? Stories. I love your Instagram stories. Um, I love your workouts. I love them. I love watching them. Um, so anyways, I, I invited Thank her you. to come on. Um, I didn't really know your story. So I really wanted you to come on just based on what I had seen um, on Instagram about how you are focusing on your health. And I thought, well, that would be someone great to have on, you know, overall well-being, um, overcoming things. And but I didn't know your story. So we're here today um, to learn a little bit more about Maria. All right. <laughs> so um, on your 40th birthday, you had a major medical scare. What was going on before that? What leading up to that birthday? So before that life was, yeah, life was just, uh, normal. I had, um, three children was married, um, still married, still have three children. <laughs> I said that in past time. Um, and I, you know, I went for my regular eye doctor appointment and my eye doctor, um, had been following me for a few years. He was very scientific and, um, very methodical and, and, and he did this test on me that made him think that I had early onset glaucoma. Okay. And, um, it turns out I didn't have early onset glaucoma, but he had me do an MRI to find out. He's like, sometimes, sometimes there's tumors or things that can be, you know, on the eye to make it look like it does in this test. So he sent me for an MRI and, um, and this was, my parents had come for the week. I was going, my husband and I were going to get away for the weekend, go to the Cape. Well, it was and a big birthday. You yeah, it was a big birthday, my 40th birthday. And he also planned a surprise party for me as well. Wow. Um, and I, the doctor's office called and said, can you come in? We need to talk to you. And I was thinking, oh, he's going to tell me I have glaucoma. And he told me all I need is drops. So no biggie. I'll just go in. And so I went by myself. I was like, I'll be right back. I go into the office and he tells me I have a brain tumor. Wow. Oh God. And, you know, I think, you know, I was in shock. I, it didn't really set in. And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? He's like, um, you need to get in touch. Thank goodness we have amazing medical care in the Boston area. Um, 
you know, he put me in touch with three different surgeons, um, which frightened me because that immediately told me I was going to have some surgery. Um, and you know, and I did, I, I ended up having a craniotomy, um, a couple months later and, um, you know, it was, it was a life-saving moment for me because, um, while I couldn't feel it, it was an accidental finding. Right. Um, it was, it was on a vein. So if I had, I had basically a year, the doctors told me that if I waited, I could have had, I very easily could have had a stroke. Wow. And you so, anything, you weren't getting headaches, nothing, nothing. I had zero, zero, which is good so good that they found it early because even and it's, it was a benign brain tumor. It happens primarily to women, but men do get it as well. Um, it's a meningioma is what it's called. And it's very slow growing. I, they think I probably had it for 10 years. They don't know what causes it could be. They know that hormones make it grow. Oh, um, yeah, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it just, it was just a, a rare thing. And I was so thankful to my eye doctor, my diligent eye doctor for finding it. And, you know, to this day, every time I see him, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> um, but really the big change came for me after that. Um, because I went through three months of recovery, which really was sleeping on the couch yeah. I made the mistake of telling everyone that I love chocolate and <laughs> anyone who knew me knew that. And everybody brought, you know, I got meals and my, for my family and, you know, our community took care of my children and, you know, everybody was amazing. Um, In your three months recovery. And I know you said it was mostly sleeping on the couch. So I get that. That makes sense. Um did you have any other rehab or anything like that during, like, did you have no. to learn anything? Was I got, else? I had the surgery and as my doctor put it, my first, um, follow-up appointment and I still get checked. I'll be checked for the rest of my life because they can come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he told me, he's like, we got all the cells and you just don't look back, just look forward. Yep. And, um, I was just, I, I oftentimes have a little bit of that guilt because I'm in, you know, communities with other people who have meningiomas and I see the impact of what they do, um, especially when they grow so big and they start literally causing brain damage. I think Um, I have a few friends who have had, have had some um, you know, I just started that the wrong way. I haven't had a few friends who have had, I had, um, a friend or two who have had children who have been sick and being part of those groups have been a blessing. Um, but at the same time, I recall them saying, you know, it's really hard when my son got healthy and I see all of the devastation that is still happening, you know, within these groups, I can imagine that that must've been hard for you to see as well. Yeah. I, yeah. And I still participate in the groups and I oftentimes, you know, I don't have a lot to add about symptoms or specifics as people are going through their journeys, but I always let them know my story because, Mm -hmm. you know, for some people, some people do 
walk out completely unscathed and, mm -hmm. um, and can just keep moving forward, you know, and I, I think it gives some hope. Absolutely. Um, people have told me it's given them hope, especially like the night before their surgery and they're so scared. And I remember that feeling and right. just being terrified. And I didn't have that community at the time. I wish I did. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm recovering. Um, I really, after my three months, um, you know, I, I had gained a considerable amount of weight laying on my couch yeah. and, and it really, it really became a time of reflection for me, making me realize that I just was not happy and confident and energetic and the mom and the wife and the friend and the daughter that I wanted uh, to be. You know, I understand that, but that must have been a lot of pressure too, like to have to be that person while you're still recovering and, you know, to feel like you had to, yeah, that's a lot of yeah, pressure. <laughs> I think, well, I think I probably always felt that way, but like, I think going through something that was life-threatening made me realize that we don't get to choose what happens to us and we may not be here forever. Mm -hmm. So how do we want to live our life going forward? Right. And so that moment, I think just reminded me of what I had been feeling for a long time. And, um, you feel like it almost brought it more to the surface? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, it, it allowed me to start working on myself. Um, and as a mom, I had a lot of guilt about working on myself and taking any bit of time or money or anything um, to figure out how do I eat better? How do I um, exercise better? Um, and I'm someone who, to this day, I don't love to exercise. Um, well, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I don't love the start to exercise. Yeah. Yep. Once I get going, I am fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I'm flying on endorphins. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But, um, you know, I had a, a lot of friends who helped me along the way and helped me try so many different things. And then I finally found a community um, through a friend of mine from high school that um, helped me learn and grow. And it started with, for, it started with working on fitness. It was, it ended up starting like a workout thing. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it was a booty group. Okay. It was a seven day <laughs> booty group on Facebook. Okay. So here's my question. Was it booty because of your bum or was it booty yoga? It, no, it wasn't booty yoga. It was booty because of my bum. But here's the oh. funny thing. I was like, <laughs> I don't want my bum to get bigger. <laughs> I just want, I just want to exercise. So it, it was a funny start um, that really it just connected me with an old friend that um, was coaching. Um, and how long was, ago was this? So how long did you start this? This was six years ago. Okay. This was six years ago. And just um, 
So it started with, with, with this booty group. <laughs> and then she, you know, she was just encouraging me every day. She was, um, helping me, um, teaching me how to eat, uh, and coordinate my food with my fitness, which I never figured out how to do. Um, yeah, I think sometimes and, we tend to eat less and work out more and it just isn't exactly right for us. Exactly. Like I, a lot and of people, I really, I really feel like what's right for us is what makes us feel good. So if we're eating right. things that make us feel yucky, then try something different. Yeah. And if the workout is too hard or too strenuous, then it's hard to keep up with at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of times too, it's like, we, we may have lived in the yucky feeling for so long that we don't even know what it feels like to feel good. And I think that is what I realized by just like taking tiny steps every day, working on fitness, um, working on my nutrition. And then one of the things she encouraged was personal development Mm -hmm. and just spending 10 minutes a day with something that resonated with me um, in the moment. And just that 10 minutes, which, you know, it's hard to say, I don't have 10 minutes for that because, you know, there's so many things in our day that, you know, take up our time. We could be scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or watching TV or, you know, just doing other things and, or cleaning or, (laughs) or whatever. Um, and you know, just taking those 10 minutes and applying it to yourself is huge and doing that every single day, um, and making it part of your daily habit. Yeah. It's a great Um, routine to get into because then those 10 minutes become sacred and you don't want to lose those 10 minutes. Right. Right. And it just honestly, for me, became a very powerful way um, to be in this community. It was all women, extremely positive, you know, just focusing on like, if all you did that day was, you know, drink your water, you know, there was, there was praise for that. Nobody focused on what you didn't do or, you know, yet we talk about struggles. Um, we help each other get through. Um, we talk about how to sleep better. And, and so things have evolved over the last six years for me. Um, and one big thing for me that I never realized, um, was how much I would grow in my faith. Um, I grew up about just because of the life saving operation and you realize that life is too short or was it because of the community or how did that grow? I think it kind of evolved a little bit over time. It was definitely part the community, um, part my friend who was coaching me. Um, I grew up in a Catholic, Catholic family. Um, and I went to religious education classes, went to church. And I think And I think I had gotten to a point where I was just doing the things I was supposed to do just to do them. And I really was not present. I wasn't taking it in. I wasn't utilizing it in my daily life. 
And as a part of the personal development, so my, my coach was, um, is very religious. She never has ever like, um, pushed that. Yeah. Pushed, imposed anything. But, um, it's funny. We didn't talk about that back, back when I first started. Um, but when it came to about six months in, so I started coaching because she had gotten me into these groups and she's like, I think you would make a wonderful coach. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, like, I don't, I don't know what, what does that mean? <laughs> and why, you know, how can, how can I help somebody else? And so, you know, I'm working on myself right now. And she's like, you have a wonderful story and all you need to do is share it. Yep. And there are a lot of other women like you who will resonate. Um, and so I started coaching with her and the, the faith came over time, but in, after about six months of coaching, um, I kind of, I, I decided I needed to name my business cause I didn't have a name for it. Hmm. And I named it faith over fear, fitness and nutrition. And I had no idea why I wanted to name it that, but it really, really stuck with me. And, and I was like, you know, I, I wondered like, am I going to attract the right people? Is this, I, I just, the name meant something to me and I didn't know what it meant at the time. Mm-hmm. And over time, um, I, my faith started to grow. Um, it was almost like it, it came to me in a, in a thought and it kind of evolved. I call into... that divine intervention, divine downloads. I call that. <laughs> so, you know, it's evolved and it was mostly me going to my coach saying, can you help me? Can you help me learn how to pray better? Because, you know, I, we started developing a morning routine that included, um, my personal development, um, drinking you, some water, your personal development was that, um, your prayer part of that. Well, it became part of that, mm-hmm. but prayer was so, and here's the fear part. Um, there's a lot of fears that we all have that we create in our mind. And this is what I've learned over the six years, my big learning, we create so many fears for ourselves that end up being major roadblocks into just exploring things in our life that can have meaning and, and powerful feelings um, and doing good for ourselves, for our families, for our communities. So, I mean, we live in, we live in fear of, of starting a workout, mm-hmm. <laughs> of, praying. I had a fear. There's a lot of fear of failure. There's fear. um, Sometimes that we don't feel like we deserve it. So we stop, you know, there's, there's a lot, a lot of fear. I always say that the opposite of fear is love. And if you're not leading with love, then you're in fear. If you're not living in love, then you're in fear. You know, if you react to someone in a negative way, it's because there's something that you're afraid of. There's fear. Exactly. That is very well said. And actually, I think that's just how my coach was. She leads with love. She started her business in coaching. And honestly, it's never been about 
um, earning money for her. It's always been a passion about helping other women. Yep. And she leads with love in everything that she does. And um, it's definitely been a, a major life change for me to be able to grow in that kind of community and watch my faith grow, um, watch my fears, you know, they're still there, but I have a lot of tools and a lot of support to fight them. And um, it, it can be silly little things every day. Um, so what I was gonna say was I had a fear of prayer. Like, how do I pray? I didn't know that, you know, I grew up in a Catholic strict, my family wasn't strict, but Catholicism in and of itself is very strict. Um, and I, I, I didn't know how to pray. <laughs> and I was like, and you know, my coach was like, just talk, just talk to them, you know? And, and that's all it took. That's all it took. And I, I'm going to relate that to how I kind of fell into your meditation. Um, I was afraid to meditate. I thought it was complicated. I thought it was, um, I don't know. I thought I had the to same thing clear my prayer, mind though. completely. And no, I didn't think no. I could do that. No, yeah. <laughs> no one can, who can, <laughs> who can do that? Um, so over time, all of these little habits, um, have just evolved and, the joy for me is I've been able to build my own community and help a lot of women um, kind of understand where they're at in their life and, um, and kind of take it from there and help them figure out how to build their healthy life. Because ultimately, I believe when you take care of yourself, um, it's not selfish to take that time. It's not selfish to invest in yourself. And honestly, I think we could end up spending a lot more money um, fixing ourselves <laughs> when we don't take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that I you just believe- decide The easy part, the easy thing is to do spend the money elsewhere and not even think about ourselves. You know, right. we tend to get caught up in, um, I, I can only speak for myself, but avoiding, like avoiding that thing, it's easier to not do that. Right. Yeah. And I, I think my issue always was self-worth. My issue was, you know, I don't deserve that. So I'm not even going to do that. Like, I don't need to do that. It, it was actually never a conscious thought until maybe the last year and a half, right. you know, like I really do. Brittany knows I really do say bad things about myself. I really do think bad things about myself and all of that coming to light. It's like, well, I need to, this is my only physical body that I'm going to have in this lifetime. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, if and I that was, that was the, it's not about my weight. It's not about what I look like in clothes. It's truly about feeling good after I eat something or, you know, going for a mm -hmm. walk and feeling good that I did something good for my body and not bad. Because when I do the bad things, I feel bad. Like I, I could be emotionally bad, guilty, shame. It could be physically bad. And I don't want to feel that way anymore. And I just don't want to. Yeah. Okay. And that, and, you know, and that is, I think why to, um, a lot of people and I work with all women, but obviously everybody, like if, if losing weight 
gaining energy or taking care of our bodies were that easy, we'd all be doing it. <laughs> there is so much packed into um, the struggles that we have, like why we eat what we eat, when we eat it, mm-hmm. um, and and why we don't act. There's, there's a lot, there could be, there could be things from your childhood. That oh no, trigger. there definitely is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, there might be about it. I think that, yeah, we, we hear the voices and they become our voices. Like we hear the things that were said and then, okay, again, I might be just speaking for myself, but then they become your own voices in your head and you're, and you're just saying the same things that you heard. And of course, of, you know, I don't know. Self-worth for women and self-esteem um, for women, I think, is probably the number one area to work on yeah. in order for us to then flip. Our mindset needs to be changed. How we feel yes. about ourselves needs to be changed. Um, so then we can not feel bad about taking care of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> you know, to take care of everyone else. Yeah. And I think, um, the well, not I think, I know the reason why all of these little habits that have evolved over time for me and for, for the women that I work with as well, um, it, they stick because although they might every day, it might be drinking your water, getting good sleep, doing some exercise, eating right, um, doing that personal development, um, and being in the community is what keeps us going because we have those silly little struggles that really unpack all those deep emotions that we don't, didn't even know we had. Um, and that's where, I don't know, that's where I see to me, it's like magic when people realize that if they just do these little things every day and it starts to, they start to unload a lot of those emotions and feelings and it's almost it's therapeutic more of a feeling. mental, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, support and, and healing and as, as physical taking care of our body. So yeah. totally. So I was thinking um, we were going to take a quick break. And when we come back, can we talk about everything that you are doing now? Um, yes, that would be wonderful. Um, your Instagram and how you post your workouts. I love those workouts because <laughs> um, they were really fast speed, Brittany. So I'm like, oh, I could do this really fast. <laughs> Anyways, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk to Maria about what she's doing now. Be right back. And we're back. Thank you for joining us after the break. We were just having a funny conversation about COVID in kindergarten um, (laughs) and the kids and how funny they are. Uh, Anyways, thanks again for coming back and listening. We have Maria here. here. Sorry that my Boston accent just slipped out. (laughs) I try so hard not to have one. Um, Maria is here uh, with us. She had survived a brain tumor and which she found out she had on her 40th birthday. Um, and during her recovery, uh, she said she gained a little bit of weight. She wasn't feeling great. She was 
um, her self-esteem, self-worth, all of that had sort of gone in the toilet. And then you found a community, a community um, with an old friend. Um, and you said you started coaching yourself. So tell us, what are you doing now um, with your Faith Over Fear Fitness and Nutrition? Yeah, so thank you. Um, thank you again for having me. Um, oh, we love having you. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so now I am, and I have been for the last six years, I have a, a virtual community of women that I coach. Um, and I, I work with them. Um, usually they come in for looking for a change in their fitness, nutrition, it starts with self-esteem issues or, um, a lot of, I get a lot of moms like me. Um, but not everybody is a mom. We have, it's, it's nice. We have all ages. We have women who are just having babies when <laughs> we have women who have grandkids. Um, so, and I say we, cause my coach and I run this community together mm. and, um, we, we check in with our people daily. Um, we get them started with, with exercise and nutrition and um, little habits. We start really small, depending on where the people are at, um, whether they, you know, we're already doing a lot of exercise or maybe not doing anything at all, um, or they eat really well and, um, or, or they need, like, they think they eat well and they realize that they don't. So we just teach them how to eat clean, whole foods um, and help them look at, there's two things that we look at is um, food as medicine and fuel for your body. So one thing um, that I've noticed in the past few years myself, and I'm not sure it's, if it's because I'm much older than I was when I was in my teens and twenties, but I've noticed that food really does affect me physically. Um, I'm noticing it so much more now than ever. Mm -hmm. And I have to stop eating certain foods. And I'm okay with that because I know what happens if I eat it. You know, I have instant heartburn if mm -hmm. I eat a pretzel, <laughs> you know, like the pretzels. Well, I'll tell you what my doctor told me recently. And it's... Um because I, I too feel the same way. You, there's things that I've been eating forever that all of a sudden I'm like, why can't I eat that? This, this didn't happen before. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, the more and more you clean up your diet and you eat healthy, the more your body is sensitive and can actually recognize. Yeah. Is it less tolerable to... I'm not sure if it's less tolerable or if it Recognizes may have always that. been there. I think yeah. for some people, obviously things can change because uh, our environment changes. So, you know, it, it, it could be that there are, you know, sensitivities um, that you have, but you also are just more tuned to it. You, you probably weren't even thinking about it before. Or, nope. um, and, you know, I started having, um, food sensitivities, pretty extreme. I've had them for a few years and I kept telling um, my uh, business partner at the time, I was like, I can't eat eggs and peanut butter anymore. I don't know what it is. And sure enough, you know, I ended up doing a sensitivity test and um, those are a little controversial. I mean, it's, it's, it's more uh, on the functional medicine side of things versus, you know, 
pure medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, but lo and behold, eggs and peanut butter were at the top of my list. So, you know, I knew what was going on, but, um, I can tell you that I probably felt that way a long time ago before I cleaned up my diet and I just didn't feel it because nothing felt good. Can I ask you a question about nutrition? Sure. This is going to sound silly. Um, but I just literally just posted about it on Facebook doing a one day, um, fresh cold pressed juice cleanse today. Mm -hmm. And my stomach is killing me. Like, I think I have an allergy to something. Something's hurting my stomach. Um, I'm like, nope, no more. I'm good. I'm going to go eat dinner now. Like I'm not drinking any more juice. Well, I'm not a doctor. Um, I know, I know. but, but what I can to... say, what I, I do, I have learned a lot about nutrition. Um, what I can say is when you're doing cleanses, I don't think you can necessarily assess that because your body, you are literally cleaning the toxins out of your body when you do a cleanse. And I don't know what your cleanse is or whatever, but it's, um, I would get through your cleanse and then find out if the things that you're using right now is, is bothering you. But a lot of times, like you go through, even when people start eating healthier, they go through this period where they feel bloated and gassy and gross. And there could be lots of things going on that they weren't feeling before. And they'll say, this isn't working. Like I feel awful. And their body is just bad. It's bad. I eat all the food that I do eat is, is I would call clean. Um, so I don't, I can't really eat anything processed anymore because I'm too sensitive to it. So I'm already eating relatively clean unless, you know, I feel like not eating clean, but yeah, but I mean, in all honesty, I have small meals. Then I have one healthy meal and I've been doing really well. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to try this juice cleanse. Um, and it's all fresh. It's not from a, I didn't buy it online. It's from a local place. Mm-hmm. And I literally am just doing one, a one day one because I have to eat food. I can't really drink my meals. Um, it's just oh, not it's a one day cleanse. This is a one day cleanse. I had three bottles of pressed juice so far. I have three more to drink. So and that's I'm pretty like, powerful probably if it's a one day, if it's designed to be a one day cleanse. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I just, <laughs> Give I it time. Let it work. <laughs> I'm like, I would rather not eat for the rest of the day than try to drink any more of that juice. So maybe that was their, um, <laughs> maybe that was their agenda. <laughs> I really would. Like I might not eat or drink anything. I, and sorry to totally go on my tangent, but no, since we're talking true. about nutrition, I didn't know if you had any experiences with fresh pressed, like cold pressed juice. I haven't done a juice cleanse, um, before, but, but just in general cleanses, I think can have that effect. I don't think that's unusual. And I would drink a lot of water. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to put anything. Literally. I don't want to put anything in my mouth. My stomach is burning. So I'm allergic to chocolate. And I also, oh. yeah, I, it's okay. I, I don't, I've never really loved it because oh, I can't okay. eat it. So it's not like I'm missing anything. I can eat it. I just can't have a lot. If I end up having too much for my body, I have the same pain in my stomach. Is it caffeine or is it chocolate? 
smell. There's something in, in milk chocolate. Um, I don't know what it is. I've never gotten tested. Milk just my chocolate. whole life. My mother never okay. fed me chocolate. Um, and mushrooms. So I had gone on this mushroom kick a while back and I found I was having these really bad pains in my stomach. And so I eliminated all of the ingredients that I was having in my same meal every day. Mm -hmm. Dinner, mushrooms, quinoa, onions, chicken, and some seasoning, just all sauteed. Um, I figured it was the quinoa because I had never had that before. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it was the mushrooms. And it was causing the pain, like uh, excruciating pain in my stomach all night. It wouldn't go away until I, I, I woke up the next day. And it was the same feeling I get with chocolate. So there's something in both of those foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. So you're not allergic. It does, there wasn't an allergy response, but it was definitely. It wasn't anaphylactic, but I definitely yeah. have pain and that's not good. So I've tried, um, I, I don't know if I can even say a brand name. I won't, but it was a special shake replacement meal thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that also did the same thing. And then I read that there were mushrooms in there and I'm like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Well, check your juice cleanse. Make sure the labels say kale, spinach, pineapple. Because all the juices, it's, I didn't see anything else in there. Any root vegetables? I don't know, but my stomach hurts. It's hurt <laughs> okay. Let's get. Back anyway, to- so let's talk more about what what Maria's doing. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm sure juice cleanses are fine for most people. I think that for me, it doesn't, I think it was silly for me to try. I knew it. I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you oh, never wow. know. You never know until you try. I know it's juice. Like what the, what the heck? You think it'd be so good for me. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about what Maria is doing. Let's talk about how people can contact you and, and get into your group if they feel like they this is something that resonates with them. And it sounds like they would like to um, try. Yeah. So I, I, I try to share, I'm not, (laughs) I was always a shy person and I never posted on social media before I started this, of course. So I do try to share in my stories. Um, I'm not as good at the posting, but I do share in my stories um, about, uh, my daily, just my daily, what my daily life looks like. Um, just to share, just to share that it's not hard when we just focus some time, Mm -hmm. give the time Um, yourself that you need. Yeah. You need, you need the time. Um, and I help people figure out how to find time in their schedules too. Like I will sit down. I know how hard it is. That's one of the fears. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not worth it. I don't have money. I don't, um, you know, I, I don't like exercise. (laughs) Um, What's that commercial? I don't have a hair scrunchie, (laughs) whatever it is. I will sit with people. I will help them figure out all of the things that are preventing them from moving forward. Cause I do get a lot of people that stop and start, stop. And that's their thing. They're like, oh, I can never, I start something. I go hard. I do it for a long time. And then it just stops. I get sick or I go on vacation or, you know, something happens and it just, And then I'm, and then I'm, I go off and, and, and then I end up in the same place I am again. And I think some of that too is about changing your mindset. Um, 
about it. It's, I agree. You know, I think one of the hardest things to do is to change your mindset. I also want another hard thing to do is to incorporate a routine into, and, and once you have a routine and you truly are, they're like, I walk every day. If I decide not to walk on one day, it throws me off a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. That took a, but that took me a year and a half to get to that point. When yeah. I first started walking, it was three days a week. And I said to myself, just go out for 20 to 30 minutes and you can, you can do 20 minutes. If you don't do 30, 20 is okay. I gave yeah. myself a bit of a window. And when I first started and went out and my feet hurt, it was cold here in New England in February. Yeah. It was like freezing rain. I was like, this is awful. Every 20 minutes, every, every minute of those 20, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. But then I got up and I did it a couple of days later. I did it. And then I did it again. I was like, okay. So then now I've got it after a year and a half. It's part of my, I need to go do this. And it's That's not wonderful. a need like, yeah, it's not a need like um, I'm awful if I don't, because I've mm-hmm. also reconciled with that too. Like if I don't do it today, it's all right. Yeah. But it does take, yeah. And it does take people time to recognize that that is in fact true. It's, it's okay. And if you just, it, if you just keep it a little bit, and a lot of times when you say to somebody, you know what, just do that for five minutes, yeah, they'll end up doing it for 10 right, and then, or 20 or 30. Like it's really just getting started. And cause we think about things for so long before we actually do them. Yeah, that we can talk ourselves out of anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my biggest thing is procrastinating my workout. I can procrast. I can get dressed every morning and procrastinate my workout all day. So my strategy is that I have to get up and just do it in the morning. If I don't go by seven, it's not happening. And I know that's that about myself. Seven yeah. pushing it. Um, lately with the weather, that's really pushing it because it's about 90 degrees by eight. Oh, yeah. You can't breathe. (laughs) So I've been like, no, we have to go by seven, have to. And I, and unfortunately, because I don't have anywhere to be this summer, it's harder to be like, no, you have to go now. When I had school, you have to go now because you have to be at school. Yeah. I think it is easier for people to, when they're in, cause you get off routine in the summertime and there's a different vibe and, you know, you want to be a little bit more relaxed, but it's still, um, so for six years straight, I've been exercising, eating right, doing all the things and I just keep adding and evolving. And that's what I hope to empower other women to do is help them, um, become the best version of themselves. Because, you know, when you, when you have that confidence and that energy, everything else in your life follows suit. Um, mm-hmm. your relationships get better, your mm-hmm. work life gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, your passions become brighter, I feel like. And it just, it's just, it's like, it opens a door for so many things when people just take and a it's little a bit cycle of time. Too. It's a bit of a cycle. You get caught in the negative cycle of things and you can get caught in the positive cycle of things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know who I said this to recently, but, you know, sim- the simple act of just Oh, Brittany's going to roll her eyes. The simple act of just drinking enough water. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so Brittany would get a headache when she was younger. Have you had water today? Brittany has a cold. Make sure you're drinking your water. I yeah. mean, I'm obsessed with it because I know that if I don't have enough for me, mm-hmm. yeah. I get sick. It's I true. It's true. It's true. As I've gotten older, I've realized, you know, like 
I will have, um, you know, bad sinuses and I'll drink a lot of water and they'll clear mm-hmm. up, you know, like it's, it is true. <laughs> you need water. It is true. Good. You really do. We <laughs> all need water was to drink her water. Damn it. Yeah. So, and I was saying, if I, if I actually drink as much as I'm supposed to, then I won't turn to something that might. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Mine has some vodka, orange vodka. I'm just okay. Teeny <laughs> little bit of flavoring so I can swallow this water on my juice cleanse because I'm having a hard time. Oh yeah. I don't even want to drink it. Anyways, but I know that if I do that one thing for the day, I'm less apt to turn to something else that I yes. Want. Yeah, I yes. am. If I go for my four mile walk nowadays. I'd be like, you know, I walked. I don't want to have that bad thing because I know a, it's going to make me feel bad. B, it's I just walked. I don't want to do that. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I'd be like, I walked. I can eat. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. My, right. My mindset has definitely shifted over the past year and a half, but I think it's all starts in the mind. Doesn't matter how much you can get up and like if you're not happy getting up and walking, then why are you doing it? You know. Right. right. If it's mis- if it makes you miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to find what you love. And that's one of the things too, like about fitness. Um, gosh, I tried all the things and I didn't love I've done everything. hardly any of them. I, you know, and I'm not a, a sporty person, but, um, but if you find things that make you happy, um, you just gotta try, you gotta be willing to try, um, and try a lot of different things. And if you've got all the right tools and access to those things, then, um, you're going to do well. And I think it sounds like you did a lot of this on your own. Is that, was that the case or did you have Me? a friend or someone who kind of helped you along the way? Yeah. Mm, I had a doctor who told me that I had thrombophlebitis in my leg, which is <laughs> blood clot. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. I have to lose weight. And um, so I, my sister and I would walk a lot daily Sometimes she would, sometimes she wouldn't, but I really, I, I rather do these kinds of things on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person I would, I mean, if Brittany was closer, I would make her come with me, but um, <laughs> she's probably like, I'm so glad for her and for <laughs> you. right? <laughs> but I'm, I like doing this stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've, I've done a lot in my lifetime to get to where I am now to realize that it's important that I'm doing this right now. Yes. Um, so, yes, but I think you got, I mean, the root of it was you were facing something that could really have impacted your health and your life. Yeah. So, you know, and that you was had... on my 50th birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yes. Well, it's in December, but thanks. <laughs> um, those, well, I, I, I often say my brain tumor on my 40th was a gift. It, it was, was a, a gift, gift. because yeah. I wouldn't have done the things that I've done. It sounds like maybe you wouldn't have either. No, no. And I always say that the universe provided me with something that was just scary enough to get me going, but it didn't kill me. Exactly. Exactly. And that happens. I mean, and, you know, people have those kinds of situations and they are life-changing. Yeah. Um, One of, so you asked me, how can, how can people join my groups? Um, How can they find you? And if they're, if they're ready to do this, how can they join you? um, So I am on, I'm going to take, I'm taking notes. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm on faith over fear, fitness, 
I got to make sure I know my own Instagram. Isn't it awful? I changed mine recently. I'm like, I don't think I know what it is. I can get it too. Yeah. It's, it's faith over fear, fitness, and then an underscore nutrition, um, on Instagram. And, um, but they just private message you on Instagram. They can private message me. I often will, um, share in my stories that I have uh, a group coming up and, and you do, you have a group way. coming up, don't you? Yes, we run. Yeah. We run groups every month. So okay. we, there is always something fun going on. We change the themes up based on the season and, um, we just support each other and check in with each other every day I have had the closest friendships from the supportive group of women then um just just by and this is all virtual um and it's hard to believe sometimes but you know when we share a lot of our vulnerabilities with one another because it's a very safe community Mm -hmm. um and ultimately that's what happens um we start with everyone's why why are you here and then you ask that why five times and you get to the root of why do they want to change? What right. is it? What is it in their life that is the most meaningful to them? Um, and, uh, and then we just take it from there. Um, I work with people to, to just wherever they're at. Um, and we just keep working on it every day. And as long as they show up, I am there to help them. So, um, awesome. so they can message me, they can respond to my stories. Um, that's the easiest way. Awesome. Do you have any questions before we ask our other questions? No, I don't think I'm good. Thank you though. I appreciate you being here and sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So Maria, at the end of each podcast, we ask our guests three questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Brittany, do you remember them? Um, I can ask the first one if you like. I remember the first one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Maria, when you are at your most peaceful, what are you doing? Um, for me, I would say um, I am sitting quietly in my house before anybody else wakes up and I am going through my morning routine which includes a little bit of prayer, um, trying to incorporate a little more meditation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need some more guidance on that. Um, yeah, I think 30 it's- 30-day meditation on Facebook. <laughs> All free. I'll be there. I'll add, you. I'll add you right now. All right. Thank <laughs> me. It's called a 30-day boot camp, which I laugh at because it's meditation and like boot camp and meditation don't go together. but my purpose for naming it that was because it's just down and dirty basics, mindfulness. There's nothing fancy. Yeah. There's no theme. It's just sit, close your eyes, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think, I think a lot of people can get their head around, um, well, boot camp sometimes scares people, <laughs> sometimes encourages people to, you know what? I need a kick and <laughs> I need to figure That's this out. It's more like down and dirty. We're doing this. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like, that. I'm not a boot camp person. So I thought it really did. Crack I'm not me. either. So I was like, ah, <laughs> meditation boot camp. Anyway, I just, I just invited you to that group. All right. So okay. You, awesome. I can't wait to join. Cause I really do. That is a piece I want to work on for myself. So yeah, I am 
definitely at peace when it's quiet. And that time is just for me. Mm-hmm. And in the summer times, I'm sitting out on my dock at the lake and, um, and going through my morning routine. I yeah. love it. Beautiful. Thank you. Brittany, do you want to ask the second question too? Yeah, I think I remember it. Um, I can show you. (laughs) Do you have any favorite uh, self-help books that you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, I mean, uh, there are many, many. Um, But I think the one that really resonates the most with what I've talked about today, like just building daily habits um, and how powerful they are is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And, you know, I'm gonna give you an example of what he talks about. um, So you can get a a sense for what the book is about um, because it's basically, making small acts every day, it, whether they're positive or negative, basically defines your destiny. That's, that's how he, he, that's what his book is about. But it talks about, he was talking about a time in his life when he kind of was ready to, to divorce his wife. And he decided that, cause they were just at odds with each other and just having a hard time living together. and he started to keep a journal and every day for a year, he was going to write down one positive thing about his wife. And at 365 days, it ended up being Thanksgiving. And he decided he was going to give the book to his wife. And at that point, he realized that he had just forgotten like all the reasons why he had loved his wife so much and just writing one thing down every day. And it could be she picked up my, my laundry or something. It could be as simple as that, if that's all he had to write down. But all those things reminded him how much he truly loved her and the relationship. He gave it to her as a gift on Thanksgiving. And, you know, their relationship has lived on after that. So it was, you know, he was, he was ready to divorce her. And yeah. so it's, and that's, that's really what, this community um, is all about for me. I think one of the very important habits that everybody should have is to have a community of support, whatever it is that can help them grow. And they can, you know, that can evolve and change over time. We have people that come and go. A lot of people have been there with me for the last six years. Um, But, you know, having that kind of support with people who are your people, you know, that you connect with, mm-hmm. um, really helps, helps you grow as a person and evolve over time. So that that's, that's my recommendation. I, love that. <laughs> I like you. that idea too. What a great gift to give somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Last question. Um, if money wasn't an object, what would you be doing with your life? Definitely the same thing. This has never Brittany, been about we, money. <laughs> can you replace that question? I do like the answers. I mean, I know I do love it when people say the exact same. I mean, thing. you know, one of my guests said that he would. Um, he did David G say he would adopt, or did he say? I don't know. No, I think he said exact. I thought he said something about adopting um, animals. I'm like, oh, I would do that. But I think <laughs> exactly what he's doing right now. Everyone says that. Mm-hmm. Um, well. It's, it's a, a good, good it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. 
because it is exactly what you love. And that's really the whole idea of this podcast. The last, the L is, is live in the present, love, let go. It's all of that. And truly, if you're doing what you love, you have to be living in the present and you're living your passion. So it's really important. And I think it's a great question and we're not going to stop asking it, Britt. (laughs) Yeah. No matter what you say. (laughs) I kind of feel, I, I definitely feel like God led me here. I, so that goes back to, I, yeah, what are you going to do? Nothing with that? Nothing. I know my, I named my business faith over fear. And, you know, I, I'm still crushing my little fears every day. We all have human. Yep. We all have fears. Um, You know what? Meditation helps us to realize those fears. And then when they creep up, we notice them. And then we're able to figure out what to do with it at that point whether you sit in fear or you decide to do something different. So yes, yes. That's why I need to do more of that. (laughs) I'm a big proponent of meditation. (laughs) I don't know if anyone knows that. All right. Um, Well, thank you again for coming and spending this hour with us. It has been such a joy. Um, Thank you. you. Likewise. I hope that people find you. I enjoy watching your workouts. Truly. It's like the only workout I get is to watch your workouts. (laughs) We'll have to get you working out. (laughs) I am working out. (laughs) I'm in a 200 um, hour yoga teacher training. Nice. Nice. I I signed up during the quarantine and I just started. (laughs) <laughs> that's something I've always been interested in yeah that may be on my ever near Mansfield on Sundays we have a great class um okay I know that's far from you but yeah, yeah if you're ever near Mansfield on a Sunday <laughs> um but yeah you can do tons online you can get tons of meditations online you can get every, almost anything online these days yeah so. definitely but anyways thank you so much for joining us uh Brittany, thank you, you so much you're very welcome. Thank you, Maria. It was a pleasure learning about, you know, what you've been through and, and we appreciate it immensely. So thanks. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll be back again, me and Britt, or just me, who knows? And just about it. <laughs> And here I am. I am back, just came back to say one more time. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time, but until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.